Football, baby! Travis, for the dozens listening in attendance, for the millions watching at home, it's time! Losing Sucks episode 45, it's the championship weekend, and you know we're riding out the 2021 football season in style, we've got the big picks, Travis. We've got Does It Bounce. We've got a whole bunch of arguments. We've got the Fantasy Fight Club making an appearance here in Championship Week. And you know what? I wouldn't be I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else. It's me, your host, Dustin Blanton, along with Travis Masterson, and this is the Losing Sucks Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure you're following us along on Twitter. At Losing Sucks, where you can keep up with all the information you're going to need for your championship weekend. Because that's right, if you're listening to this and if it, this information is relevant to you, you are in the championship round. Still going, baby. And we are here to bring home those trophies. Travis, how are you feeling? It You, it, you could feel the electricity in the air right now. It is the finale. It is what you play for. If you're not playing for the ring, I don't know what you're doing. So I could not be more nervous, but also more confident in the guys and the work that we put in all season to get to this point. There's a lot on the line and I'm happy with where we're at and the work that we put out and the advice that we've given. We've got a a miniature army of followers on Twitter that are all competing for a championship. And it's really cool to see everybody bouncing thoughts off of each other, processes off of each other and making tough decisions that at the end of the day, they matter. So it's it's been fun. It's been a hell of a first year, and there's no better way to go out than on top. So let's get it done. Let's finish this thing off right. Super excited to get into this, man. We have built quite a fun following. I am jazz, whatever other kind of adjective you want to add on to this feeling I have. It is there. I am excited to bring this information to everyone. Bring in the energy, bring in the heat this episode. It's episode 45. It's the Jordan comeback episode, Travis. Now we're talking. This is that's the that's what we want to put on this. 45, bring in the energy. So let's drop in to does it bounce Travis right off the rip. These guys are the ones you're going to want to keep uh, <laughs> you're going to want to keep an eye on as I take a look at some of the guys I've already put up on my list looking at Travis's we we are well versed right now we just kind of got to look at who's referencing who this week and we've you're going to notice a theme um, as you listen along who I'm in on who's Travis in on and then we're going to have a debate of sorts um, on a certain player as we go along multiple players tonight probably but the first the first player Travis absolutely I hope so that's what the people need so the first person I'm going to bring up the first quarterback that is going to bounce back this week, Travis, is Jalen Hurts. Please be right. I know. It sounds weird. From 
it sounds weird for me to bring him up because this is normally your job. This is normally the the guy that you bring up and who you're going to. <laughs> He's one of my guys. You for cape sure. up for him, and this is this is. You might as well tra- change your name to Travis Hurts. Um, but he was the quarterback fourteen last week. I like it. I like it. The quarterback fourteen. And honestly, Travis, I think he has a real, real chance to be the quarterback one on the week. Uh, it's a divisional matchup, but absolutely the worst defense against the quarterback position. Um, the last time they faced off, Jalen gave you two touchdowns on the ground and one through the air. He does not need, and this has been a theme throughout the entire year, he does not need a ton of throwing and passing volume to be a viable fantasy option you can get it all in the fourth quarter if you want to but you're getting it this week um so i think fire up fire up jalen hurts there's there's no real argument i don't care who who's on your bench who you picked up who was available jalen hurts should be your guy this week travis hit me with your quarterback pick as we move along through does it bounce i love that pick i think jalen hurts has another monster week for sure top five quarterback i'm gonna go with tom brady which sounds obvious as somebody who you would count on in a big moment, but his three touchdowns over the last three weeks is atrocious. And you're probably not in the championship if you've been relying on Tom Brady, unless you had a lot of other strong weapons. But if you are, or if you have the option to roll with Brady this week, I think he will get you three touchdowns this week, equaling his last three-week total. I think it's kind of a get-right game for Brady and the Bucks against the Jets. Not that they haven't been winning, but I think that their offense wants to smooth, smooth some things out. They should get Mike Evans back. Gronk should get rolling again. Yeah, like I said, I think Brady goes for close to 300, probably over 300, and gets three through the air, along with some running backs that should do really well. But I think Brady's as safe as it gets to be one of the top quarterbacks this week against the Jets. Okay. I like, you know what? This might be a position where people might find themselves in. I've actually gotten this question a couple times. Um, there are a couple people out there who have asked me, okay, well, who do I start in this game? Because I don't want to start two players on the same team. Do I start Ronald Jones or do I start Antonio Brown? It's in a flex. I'm starting everybody I can in that game. Okay. So you would start them both if you could. If, you if you've got Bucks, yeah. Yeah. If you've got Bucks, get them in there. They should, they should dominate the Jets. Okay, fair enough. That's going to be a matchup that we know that Tom Brady likes to take advantage of. I see him and Gronk seeing uh, their old high school buddy out uh, at, at you know Target and be like, hey, we can pick on this guy some more. Um, so they're, they're going to have... They've been beating the Jets for like 75 years. Absolutely. So. It's kind of what the Jets are built on. Um, moving on to the running back position. <laughs> um, my does-it-bounce candidate, Travis, is not going to bounce back. In fact, I believe... Even in the face of what seems to be a very fruitful and juicy matchup, I expect Rashad Penny to do what he has done for most of his career, and that is disappoint. He is going to fall off, and not only do I think he's going to fall off, Travis, I don't expect this guy to be in the top 24. I'm throwing fire on this experience i'm i'm putting the wet blanket over this rashad penny breakout party he is not going to do it he's been relying on these huge mammoth runs he's had multiple 30 yard runs you know what i don't i don't buy it i don't buy it okay it's not like because the seahawks cannot build their identity around um rashad penny um 
what happened was, and this is what I think happened, is that the big games that he had were against the Bears and against the Texans, two teams that are much worse than the, the Lions at giving up points to the wide receiver. So what that tells me is that uh, the Seahawks were uh, allowed to move the ball in multiple ways. Whereas, the, yes, the idea that the Lions um, are really bad run defense, right? That's that's the whole argument um, for Rashad Penny to go off in this game. The Lions are a top five, you know, worst or bottom five rush defense in the league. Well, if you look at the numbers, though, Travis, of the last six games, the last five or six games, they've gotten much better. Now, yes, they did give up a huge, huge game. You're telling me Detroit is on a hot streak. I'm telling you, they're starting to find their identity. Do you hear those words? I'm telling you, they're in a better position. (laughs) Okay. I'm telling you, they're in a better position than the Seattle Seahawks are. Okay. The the Seattle... Their identity has been kneecaps. (laughs) Absolutely. They are who we thought they were. And they've been winning games lately, which is more than you can really say for the Seahawks. Um, The Seahawks just lost to the Bears, whereas, sure, the Lions lost to the Falcons. It's true. So you've got him outside of your top 24. What do you think is a realistic stat line for Rashad Penny? Um, you're not going to like this, Travis, but I think we see um, a similar stat line than we've, that we've seen um, from Rashad Penny before. I think he gets right around, maybe they give it to him even 12, 15 times, but I don't see him going over 50 yards in this game. I think, he, I think he's going to stick around that, that 40 oh. to 50-yard mark. <laughs> and I, look, I'm, I'm calling this a letdown game. I don't need a bunch of science. I was looking All through right. a bunch of things. Uh, One thing that uh, stood out to me. You Travis, have every right to do so. One, I well, I can't believe that you're you're. We're gonna go over Rashad Penny later. But the Seahawks are the absolute bottom worst team in, in time of possession this year, and that does not bode well for a team that wants to quote unquote pound the rock. Give me a break. The the Seahawks are or any weapon on the Seahawks has been letting you down all season long. What makes this any different? Moving on to your running back bounce back candidate, Travis. Javante Williams, Denver Broncos. Last week was his worst week in the last five weeks. In fact, his only single-digit game in the last five weeks. But like you said on the last show on Wednesday, the Chargers are good medicine for fantasy running backs, giving up the third most points on the season to the position. He outtouched and outproduced Melvin Gordon both playing almost equal snaps, which is not saying much in that game because Denver's offense was pretty bad as a whole. But it's better than him getting outtouched or outproduced by Melvin Gordon. So I think Javante Williams has a nice day against this soft Chargers run defense. I don't think the Broncos are are sitting there saying, we need to run Melvin. We need to, to establish Melvin Gordon. That's not what their identity is going to be moving forward. Right. They're pretty much out of the playoffs. There is a path for them to get in, but either way, I think the time is now for them to start really starting to switch to a 65 or 70% share for Javante Williams, just in time for your championship matchup. You might have some better options because there's some guys who are unexpectedly just falling in people's laps, like Ronald Jones, like Sonny Michelle, like we said on the last show, that you might not have... You might not be forced to play Javante Williams, but if you are, if you need a solid RB2, he should give you very solid 
around RB15, RB20 numbers with a higher ceiling than that as well. Hey, I like it, man. I like it. Uh, we've been hoping for the Javante Williams breakout party to begin. I know you have been. Um, so I, I love this matchup. Um, the Chargers have been consistently bad against the running back all season long. So why stop now, um, even on a dilapidated offense for the Denver Broncos? I think he gets it done as well. I think that's a good pick. Good pick. Thanks, Coach. Moving on to the wide receiver position. To the wide receiver. Um, I'll tell you, Travis, I was going to take a, an easy pass and put C.D. Lamb in here. Never heard of the guy. <laughs> but I thought that was too obvious. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, because C.D. Lamb's not exactly um, a secret, um, he's facing the Arizona Cardinals who give up the most passing touchdowns in the league. It's very nice. It's a very nice matchup. I expect that to be very fruitful for C.D. Lamb. But he's not who I pick for my bounce back could candidate, be, Dustin? Travis. Would you like to <laughs> take a guess? Oh, it's someone who I am very familiar with. It's someone who is a fond, fond thought and memory for me. Someone who has gotten me through a couple weeks, and I have gone back-to-back -back with him before this season. We're going to ride again, my friend, Brandon Cooks. Wow. This man frequents this show. You are my wide receiver bounce back. Yeah, he, uh, he lives in, in the, the memories and in the ears of our listeners. Brandon Cooks. Honestly, I kept looking around at the matchups. So I'm like, which one makes sense? Which one makes sense? It was going to be, you know, maybe Brandon Ayuk. Like I said, I, I thought about CD Lamb. The guy that you're going to bring up is someone who I thought of as well. Um, but Brandon Cooks, if anything for volume, but it just so happens that he's going up against a 49ers team that is the 21st best team against the wide receiver position. And Brandon Cooks happens to be on a team that is starting to kind of catch a little bit of a groove. Um, the Texans have either thrown for over 300 yards or two touchdowns in their last three games, and the 49ers, like I said, are towards the bottom of the league in defense against the wide receiver position. I think that Davis Mills is going to continue to be able to move the ball, especially against this defense. Um, I, for whatever reason, this, this Texans um, team decided that they don't want to just lose all the time, and they're playing really tough. For whatever reason, every time you pick Brandon Cooks to be your big pick, he has a very nice day. Yeah. Both times inside the top 12. So could you make it three straight? Could Brandon Cooks just absolutely produce magic for us? It's possible. I might slip him into a lineup where I've got the option to just because of this pick. I feel like yeah. as a superstitious fantasy player, <laughs> there's something to this right I, now. He's magic, man. Uh, he's go I think he could really... However, your faith in these teams that suck in real life NFL <laughs> right. such as the Lions and the Texans worries me a little bit in a week like this where there are no do-overs I know I you're know. putting a lot of faith in some horrible football unfortunately teams. Travis not everyone in a championship matchup is just has a star laden roster we've talked about how luck gets you there and sometimes you're going up against a team where they do have the better team and you need some upside, some, you know, be, choosing between a Brandon Cooks and someone like, a, I don't know, like an Amon Ross St. Brown or or a Brandon Ayuk. Could KJ make, Osborne. Yeah, exactly. Could change your week. 
I think that Brandon Cooks gives you that yeah. upside, and I think trending, you want the team to be playing well. I Especially, we haven't even talked about who's going to be on the other side of the ball. Trey Lance, you know, is most – he's in a good spot to start. And Jimmy Garoppolo oh, – We'll get there. Jimmy Garoppolo is injured, so we're that's someone we're going to talk about. Um, but still, those are questions that are going to affect the game, and I think Brandon Cooks seems to be someone who's going to take advantage of it. So – Give us your wide receiver pick. Who's your bounce back candidate at that position, Travis? I like this pick. I am also going back to the well here. Hunter Renfro. Better not do me wrong. I gave him a first round pick in a dynasty league for this moment. Yeah. Two quiet weeks back to back for Hunter Renfro. Hopefully it is not because he does not like playing for me because it coincides very well with when he joined the franchise. And the show, as we like to call ourselves, has not seen the best version of Hunter Infro yet. So we're, we're still waiting on that. Yep. A little return on investment maybe this weekend. However, number 16 on the year in targets, I think he gets another 10 target game and finds the end zone against the Colts. The Colts have been pretty middle of the pack against the pass, and they're very good against the run. So I think Vegas will have to throw. And when they do, Hunter Renfro should be peppered with targets all over the field, and he should run the Renfro route on his way into the end zone for you. I think 80-plus yards and a score and 8 to, 10, 8 to 10 catches is a pretty realistic stat line, which would be very, very healthy for you in Hunter Renfro. So fire him up. Don't have any hesitations based on the last two weeks. Hunter Renfro bounces back for you. Perfect. That's a great pick. Um... I keep I keep comparing that dude to Wes Welker, have all season, and I'll continue to do it. The dude is just so smooth and just so tricky to get your hands on. So fun to watch. I love that pick. On to the tight end position because that is a just something we like to do is end every segment with the tight end. My tight end pick of the week to bounce back, none other than the manimal himself, George Kittle, tight end 31 last week, gets nothing but better. Um, I'm hoping this week he faces, of course, we just talked about the matchup. <laughs> he, he better do better than that. Yeah. I, I'm going to need him to, he's facing a 26th ranked defense against the tight end position in Houston. And again, if it all plays out well and he's playing with a rookie quarterback, he does seem to be a favorite in the one game. He started alongside Trey Lance. He saw 10 targets, which if that's any indicator of how George Kittle intends to be used in this game, I think that's exactly what you need for him in this championship matchup. So I'm firing him up. Not that you weren't really putting him in your lineup, but if there was any question, you know, you hear the news stories, all the, the media attention that has been around the the 49ers um, and the quarterback situation hopefully this provides a little bit more confidence that you put in George Kittle to keep him in your lineup to just make you feel good because this is an emotional game we don't want to make crazy emotional decisions now that you're here um, George Kittle um, hopefully he sees those double digit targets that he saw back in week four so George Kittle bounce back candidate of the week for me I like it I'm gonna go with Tyler Higby. Another one of the originals. That's a little bit of my theme here is going with my guys. Tyler Higby was one of the first names I ever mentioned on this show way back 45 episodes ago. But I think everybody on the Rams offense eats in this game. He had five catches on six targets in his return last week. So the role is still clearly there for him. All he has to do is find the end zone to make that a 13 or 14 point day. 
And I think they'll have a lot of chances against this this Ravens defense. They're the sixth worst against the tight end. It's it's all lining up for Higby to creep into that top five this week. I think he bounces back for you. I'm going to give him 65 yards and a touchdown and another five catches. So that should wow. be enough to really help you out at your tight end position. Tight ends are, I mean, uh, touchdowns are a fickle stat. But the only thing that you can really do is to look at how many chances do you think that they'll have? And they should have a lot of chances in this game. I think the Ravens offense is going to roll the, the uh, Ravens. I I completely agree, man. The Rams uh, seem to be hitting their stride. And Tyler Higby against the Ravens defense, um, that, you know, like I said, that's going to be sixth worst against the tight end position. Um, seems to be a nice matchup for him. So now that we've wrapped up our Does It Bounce segment, it's on to one of my favorite segments that we've started recently. It's It's a Trap. This segment is all about those rosy golden matchups that seem just so good on paper. But we're here to tell you that the grass isn't always greener on the other side and that it's time to come back down to earth, time to settle into reality. And the first guy we're bringing up, Travis, is Josh Jacobs. He's facing the Colts, which in and of itself is not a good thing. They seem to be good on defense, and they Scary. they don't let you score a lot of points. You're probably thinking, okay, he just had 27 carries for 129 yards. He's going to be solid this week. Well, you know, just because past success happened, it, it's not an indicator of future success. And the Colts happen to have given up only the six fewest fantasy points to running backs, and they've been really, really solid. Not to mention their star linebacker, Darius Leonard's coming back this week. They're a real defense, Travis, and they're really they're, – Josh Jacobs is in for a really tough week because uh, I think they're going to key in on them, and they're going to make them throw the ball. Um, so I think I think that's a good call here. Um, Josh Jacobs, um, just because he's going to get possibly some volume doesn't mean a good game is coming. So um, – 100% agree on that one. Darius Leonard is an absolute monster. He's so good. And so I feel like he's still he, underrated. He, he will wreck your running game. Absolutely. It, I think it's just because he plays for the Colts. If he was in these, one of these main market teams, he would be talked about with Aaron Donald and oh, Von sure. Miller and these guys. He's, he's that good. He yeah. is a game-wrecking player. And the Colts are the real deal. I really think they are built well through and through on both sides of the ball. So yeah, tough sledding for Josh Jacobs. Um, for sure. You're probably going to have to start him because of where you drafted him, unless you made some trades and you're just loaded. But a guy like Sonny Michelle or Ronald Jones, mm -hmm. I'm plugging in over Josh Jacobs if you have that option. Absolutely. Tell us about another guy that uh, is going to wreck your game. Russell Wilson will let you down this week again. Ooh. He has not yes, been a stranger will. to letting you down. Because he's on the same I team think as Rashad Penny. They can't both let you down, and my pick is that Russell Wilson will. He's the Lions. I mean, yes, it's the Lions. This is why it's a trap, <laughs> because you think, oh, it's the Lions. He's got Lockett and DK both healthy and ready to go. And, oh, he's a chef. Let him do his cooking. Wrong. Russell Wilson has a 20-point game one time in the last seven weeks. That is horrible. I think he makes it 1-8. After this Oof. week, he is Tyler Locketing all over the place. Dustin, I love to hear those words from you. It means Oof. a lot. <laughs> uh, it's just not there for the Seahawks right now in the passing game. I don't know if it's his finger, 
whatever the reason is, Russell is not himself. The passing game is not what we've come used to, become used to for them. I think they lean on Penny, if you will. I think he gets 20 touches. I really do think he gets 20 touches in this game. He has shown in two of the last three, going over 135 on the ground, that if you give him those 18 to 20 touches on the ground, you have a better chance of being right in the game, controlling the offense, and not leaning on Russell too much because he clearly does not have the juice. I uh, I don't think that happens to Ravis. Um, but, yeah, I totally agree. I think Russell Wilson will let you down. Um, he's kind of got, he's kind of um, got a penchant for doing that lately. It's more of a, hey, this is a, a name that should be good this week, and then he's not, and then you are sad. Um, so watch out for those two. So yep. if Russell lets you down, yep, and Penny lets you down, how many points do the Seahawks score? Ten. Oh my gosh! This is the hot. T- this is the hottest take I've seen. All week, maybe yeah. in months, maybe in years, 10 points against the Lions. 10 points against the Lions. I don't know what you want from oh, me. Oh, wow. Like, we gotta, you're, you are an under-the-table Lions fan. I said this before the season when you were all over <laughs> Swift and Hawkinson. You wear the Bears hat, but I think it's a sticker. I think you can rip that orange C off. And it'll be a, a royal blue lion on the front. Yeah, I've actually yeah, I'm actually really good at Photoshop. This is all all just lion's colors for sure. Yeah, I'm actually in Detroit. I'm actually not it even It has not. to be the way that you love the lions. <laughs> yeah, that explains why I'm sad all the time. <laughs> oh those are our trap players. It's on to the big matchups. Um we've got a doozy to start off with, Travis. This is a game. Um, I believe we already put out a graphic on Twitter on, on this one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but we've got a, a potential, I'll say potential because I, I hate that sometimes these games tend to not live up to the hype, but we've got Cincy and Kansas city going up against each other. Um, boy, oh boy, the Joe Burrow Bengals throwing for 500 yards last game that feels good that feels nice and those wide receivers are nice um the other offense very good very very good but here's where here's where things get get kind of i don't know not great it turns out that both of these defense are in the top half of of the league in wide receiver defense um they're both really good at stopping the run um so i'm i should say really good um one team is very good um the cincinnati Bengals is very good against against the running back position and the chiefs are just kind of middle of the pack which is okay what we what do we need in this game travis for it to turn into the fantasy heaven that we're hoping and we're praying for this week there's a couple games out there where there's some big names this seems to be one of them what needs to happen in this game for it to turn into that just championship winning game where you've got the Bengals, you've got the Chiefs on your team? What do you need? We need the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs to not end their drives in field goals. That is the key for me because I expect them to have some long drives. That's kind of what these offenses do. So if they can stay away from ending in field goals, 
and converting in the red zone, it will be a massive, massive fantasy heaven for everybody in this game. For sure. Yeah, we definitely want to avoid field goals. Um, Clyde Edwards, a layer out here. So I think Derek Gore and Daryl Williams might have some trouble moving the ball on the ground. But I think um, with Travis Kelsey coming back, opening up the offense a little bit more, um, looking at some of the weaknesses for these defense, where do they rank? Where That's always something we're looking at here. Where do the Bengals rank against the, the tight end? Well, guess what? They're one of the worst in the league against the tight end. They're actually the 10th worst against the um, tight end position, and that means Travis Kelsey could have a nice, nice week um, this week. And again, the Kansas City is kind of middle of the pack against everything. Um, so Joe Burrow could have himself a decent matchup um, here. Let's hope for a high-scoring a game. We all love to see those, but um, especially you, you know, Travis Kelsey or your passing options in Cincinnati. I think those are going to be. Um, some of the more reliable options. So start your T Higgins, start your Tyreeks, your Jamar chases. Um, uh, the ancillary pieces, Travis, are you, you know, you had, we've mentioned kind of some guys you might be able to plug in um, in a game like this. Are you starting Byron Pringle uh, after he had those two touchdowns or is he someone you're, you're keeping off? Um, that was just because Travis Kelsey's out. Yeah. I'm not trusting that. We have not seen that from him over the course of his career. So I think it, on the Chiefs side, you're going Darrell Williams, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes. Those are the only four I'm playing. And then on the other side, you've got all three receivers I think you can play because you don't know which one it's going to be, but you want them all in there. Joe Mixon is actually the only player I'm a little bit worried about in this matchup. Really? Um, not that you're not going to play him and not that he's not going to have a top 15 to 20 day. But I think a top five, top 10 day is not in the cards for Joe Mixon this week. Kansas City's run oh, D has wow. been pretty strong. And if it gets into a shootout or the game script kind of flips a little bit, I don't know that we see the same Joe Mixon that we have grown accustomed to this year. I hope that's not the case because I have him in our, our main home league. But I am a little bit worried about Mixon. And I am very excited about all pass catchers in this game. Um, it's definitely going to be a game I keep on the television and keep my eyes glued to. Um, moving on to a, a matchup we've already mentioned a couple times, Travis, but this is someone um, that's featured in this game that some championship decisions are going to be asked of and some decisions are going to have to be made. Trey Lance and the 49ers are taking on the Houston Texans. And, of course, you have a question that you want to ask about Trey Lance, um, about which quarterbacks we are looking to play over Trey Lance. And that's important. Yeah, let's run through this list real quick because this is something that I asked earlier in the week. So we need some context of you can't just say start Trey Lance. This is a perfect matchup. Trey Lance versus who is the question. So I'll rapid fire to you, Dustin. Okay. And you can just say Lance or player X. Josh Allen. I'm um, going Allen. Justin Herbert. Let's see. Justin Herbert. Who does he have this week? Justin Herbert has. Herbert uh, has the Broncos. Oh, man, that one's tough. I think I still have to ride with Herbert. I will too. Um, Tom Brady versus mm. the Jets. Um, I do believe that. Whereas I believe that the, the ground game is going to be the predominant factor in that game. I think Tom Brady is still viable enough going Tom Brady. 
Mahomes will go. Yep. Jalen Hurts clearly will go. Aaron Rodgers will go. Yep. Um, Stafford, Burrow, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray. Are any of those guys getting benched for Trey Lance? I think that's the cutoff for me right there. I don't don't think I can, in good conscience, tell someone to bench Kyler Murray. Um, You can't bench Dak um, in this game. Um, I would I would possibly think about starting Trey Lance over a Kirk Cousins, um, over a Matt Stafford, possibly um, in this game. Although I think Matt Stafford has a nice nice matchup. I think I'd have to draw the line at Stafford. I would start him over Cousins. Um, I would start him. So we've got him at we've got him at QB ten. Then if I I don't care who starts for the the Ram, or for the Baltimore uh, Ravens, you start Trey Lance over them, over even right. Carson Wentz. I would start him over. Um, over Derek Carr, um, that's kind of where the the floor is, where the safety floor. Yeah, so you've got nine. You've got about nine guys. Yeah, he's a that top ten. With. He's a top ten quarterback um, right now. So over Kirk Cousins, that's where I'd put him. All right, I like that. I think we're on the same page there. We're excited about what we're going to see. There are some people that have tough Q, uh, quarterback situations that were able to get him. We'll talk about that in a minute, but. Do not go crazy and bench your superstar quarterback for Trey Lance in arguably his first or second real start. Yeah, don't, 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 like Justin Herbert, that was a good example. Yeah, Justin Herbert is going up against a good defense, but Justin Herbert is a far and away better quarterback than Trey Lance. Trey Lance has shown us that he can struggle even against a good matchup. Um, So, yeah, there's propensity to run there, but don't just bet the farm on a rookie who we haven't seen adapt to the NFL game quite yet so pump the brakes a little bit yep moving on to the next matchup um sony michelle um is a player that we we definitely want to talk to right now he's had a killer um last four weeks travis um there have been three games that he's gone over double digits um and he hasn't gone below 50 yards honestly he hasn't he hasn't gone below 75 yards and he's had two touchdowns over the last four weeks Two of these games, he's gone over 120 yards. Um, so my question, Travis, do you think he goes over or under 90 yards in this game? Sonny Michelle. I am starting Sonny over Javante Williams. I think he is a top 12 running back this week. Like you said, he's given you over 20 carries in three of the last four weeks. I think that continues this week. He should hit that 20 carry mark. They are a very balanced, well-oiled machine right now. And they're going to have a lot of scoring opportunities. Over under of 90, you say. I think he hits that mark. I think he's somewhere between 90 and 110 and gives you the score. So I think Sonny Michelle keeps it rolling and is one of the fantasy playoff MVPs that we all love so much. Fire up Sonny. Have high expectations. They will be met. I love it. I love it. We'll roll with that. On to... The Fantasy Fight Club, Travis, in round one, we've got London Urban Grinding, a.k.a. JT underscore NKC, and we've got their matchup posted here. We'll, uh, we'll actually share that um, on Twitter, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll dive into this one because... Um, we see a matchup here, Travis, that there are some, uh, some things that you can probably take advantage of here. Oh, absolutely. London urban grinding with a, probably a weak winning differential at the quarterback position has the choice between Dak Prescott and Trey Lance is 
choosing Dak Prescott, which I think is a wise choice. But his opponent, Samuel Samuel, has Nick Foles going. And our boy London Grinding is picking up quarterbacks to load onto his bench tonight so that his opponent does not have the ability to add them. He's got waiver priorities, so he'll get as many as he can. I love that move. I am a big, big proponent of playing defense where you can. Um, Run through this matchup real quick. At running back, he's got Kamara. Love it. Ronald Jones. Love it, obviously. And Daryl Williams, I think, has a nice day. We just said a few minutes ago, I think when Clyde has been out, Williams has been pretty darn good. So, And what we think will be a shootout, He's used in the passing game on the screen passes. I think he's a sneaky, a sneaky strong flex play there. His opponent at running back, Devontae Freeman, is pretty weak against the Rams. Hubbard has been pretty quiet as well at New Orleans, which is not juicy at all. I do think Joe Mixon gets it done for him, not in a top 10 way, as I said, but you're obviously going to start Joe Mixon. But as far as running backs and quarterbacks go, we're going with London Urban grinding on those two. Dustin, what do you think as far as receivers and tight ends here? With Renfro and Debo Samuel on the other side, um, could be um, tough sledding there at that that position, but I think A.J. Brown and the matchup that he has, her, um, that could be enough um, to put him over the hump. I think he definitely has the strong, the the advantage in this, in this game. He's got a 62 win probability, which is always a nice feeling heading into the weekend. Yeah. I think he gets it done. I think he has a pretty comfortable championship Sunday. Unlike most of us, London urban grinding, have a beer or glass of champagne toasting to your ring already. I love it. Perfect. On to round two. We've got our friend Daphne, at Distracted Donut on Twitter, Daphne was able to get Lance and Taysom Hill off of the waiver wire after uh, the afternoon, um, whenever waivers ran. Um, so let's start there, Travis. Uh, in in Daphne's matchup, um, where where are we leaning here between Trey Lance and Taysom Hill? Um, Taysom Hill, obviously, for the Saints. This is one where I'm okay with going Lance. So she had um, Tua and Lamar Jackson are her two. And I said, who all is out there? She sent me a screenshot of the quarterbacks that were available. Trey Lance and Taysom Hill were there. So I said, grab them both. We'll decide later. But I'm thinking Lance It does not look like Jimmy's going to be able to go. Um, Taysom Hill is not a bad option, but... We've seen some scary performances from him up until about five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and that's really hard. That's very stressful on the body. I think Trey Lance versus Houston is a pretty safe play. Um, And outside of that, I think she's fighting a pretty uphill battle. I do like the receivers, Stephon Diggs and Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. That's a nice three. But I think she gets beat pretty bad in the running back area with her opponent having Austin Eckler, Ronald Jones, Oof. And Elijah Mitchell to go with CeeDee Lamb and George Kittle. That's a nice group. So she, it's very doable. She's got blow-up players like Stefan Diggs and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, all three with, with huge matchups. Maybe Cordero Patterson finds the end zone again. For sure. This is a toss-up. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think going Lance over a guy like Tua can really be a difference maker when you're in an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. I So – Something I want to look at her matchup with because this this is actually an important distinction. So, uh, Daphne, if you're listening, looking at this matchup, you've got Mike Kosicki and you've got Jalen Waddle on your team. Um, 
in my opinion, I'm, I think you're going to be um, the underdog in this matchup. So what you're doing there with having both these players in your lineup is kind of capping your upside. Um, obviously, because if Jalen Waddle scores a touchdown, that means Mike Gesicki can't score a touchdown on that play. Um, you know, if the Dolphins only score three touchdowns, that means Mike Gesicki and Jalen Waddle cannot have multiple touchdown games. So I would suggest if there are other tight ends out there, maybe compare around, look around. Um, there are some tight ends. If there's a, you know, Tyler Higby might not be out there, but if a, you know, a guy that we'll get to later in Gerald Everett, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some other tight ends, maybe a CJ Uzama. Yeah, we can reach out. We can reach out to Daphne and get a screenshot of who her tight ends are tomorrow. For sure. Definitely someone we're going to want to talk about, but um, especially in a matchup in this matchup, you're going to want the most upside that you can. That'll be a conversation that we can have, but um, definitely get you thinking there. Um, in the end, you got to put your best team out there. We're hoping we're fingers crossed for you, Daphne. We hope this uh, turns out well for you. Um, in your league, I have some of the players. <laughs> I have a lot of the players on this other guy's team. So, um, <laughs> I, I, for, for I you, hope you lose. I, <laughs> I hope you do. I hope it's like that weird area where you get to where it's like, I hope we can both do well. I hope your opponent does really well, but I hope you score right. just one more point than him. I hope you're able to just squeak it out. Round three, Travis. Party Crew 5 on Twitter. P-A-R-T-Y-C-R-U-5. Thank you for sending in your team. Team name, Are You Kidding Me? Um, I love it. I love that name. That's a great name. Are you kidding me, man? <laughs> um, this is a this wow, looking at this, there's so much balance on either side. So let's run down the quarterbacks, running backs. <laughs> All that other good stuff. So, are you kidding me? Um, you're running with Trey Lance. Um, seems to be a theme here. Um, however, court- however, look down at the bench here. We've got a Justin Herbert versus Trey Lance decision oh, to make. Oh, my Lord. That's difficult. And Oh, oh man. You've got to have some cojones to, uh, to put the Trey Lance in your lineup over Justin Herbert. I personally, I don't think I could do it. Your team is kind of stacked. Either. That like what this has to be like an eight team, excuse me, an eight team league or something, um, because they're loaded. This these teams, uh, your wide receivers, um, playing in this matchup, the starting matchup right now, Justin Jefferson, Antonio Brown, T Higgins <laughs> no, at no. the. Oh, sorry. Oh, AJ yeah, yeah, Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. It's Antonio Brown. No, you're right. It's an Antonio Brown, and then T Higgins in your flex, and loaded your opponent up. has CD Lamb, Michael Pittman, and Jamar Chase. Holy moly, the running backs, Travis. Sounds like a championship matchup to me. Talk about these running backs real quick. My lord. Superstars galore. We've got, are you kidding me, with David Montgomery, Dalvin Cook, and then on the bench has Elijah Mitchell, DeAndre Swift, Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds. It, it, this must be an eight-team league. You're has right. has to be. Look at um, the benches. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I really like your players here. Um. If I had to pick a side to roll with, I think I'm going to roll with the left side. And I think I'm going to go Herbert over Lance. There's no way I can bench Herbert. He's a top three fantasy quarterback on the season, I believe, number two. So dance with the one that brought you. Don't get too cute here. Go with Justin Herbert. Best of luck. You guys should have an absolute shootout in this matchup. It's going to be fun. 
absolutely. Oh goodness, I, I please let us know how that matchup turns out because yes, fireworks galore. I love to see those for sure. Travis, it is time for our final big pick of the year, and we made it. We made it 17 weeks. Can you believe it? No bye week for us. We're, it's our first season. We went all the way through. I just, I can't, I can't believe it's here. I cannot believe it's here, but we, you know what? We made it. We're going to do it in a big way. Let's start it off then, Travis. Our first big pick of the, this week, my quarterback pick is none other than the discount double check MVP himself, Aaron Rodgers. He's going up against the league worst passing defense and a divisional matchup. Oh yeah. In the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, dear. Um, they <laughs> last time would they it be played, safe to say he owns them too? He owns the whole division. Like <laughs> I, it was very nice of him to point out just the Bears. We feel very special. It's a good thing but, he's not playing the Lions because they're getting hot, Dustin. Yeah, lucky for Aaron Rodgers, he's not having to face the Lions. You're absolutely right. Um, but against the Vikings last time they played, he put up three eighty five and four. Um, and Minnesota has only gotten worse since then. So Aaron Rodgers. Put on your discount double check and uh, strap in for another championship week because Aaron Rodgers is not going to be the reason you lose this week. Um, so I he's obviously going to be my big pick. He could he could be a top three quarterback option this week. I think so. We've got a a, a real MVP battle between our MVP. I mean our big picks of the week. Ooh, hit me. Because I'm going Matthew Stafford, who's also in that race in real life. I'm finishing the season the same way that I started it, 100% leading the Matthew Stafford train. He is one touchdown pass behind Tom Brady. I guarantee you he knows that. Incredible matchup versus Baltimore, who is giving up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks on the year. Still plagued with injury. Stafford goes for 350 yards and three or four scores. A lot of yards and probably two touchdowns to Cooper Cup. He's going to finish his fantasy season off with a top three quarterback performance. How about Matthew Stafford? All right. I like it. Let's go Stafford. Um, <laughs> moving on to the running back position. We've got a, it's a, it's a new England Patriot running back. So it's like milk toast. Um, it'll get the job done. Damian Harris. Um, he's been the running back one in points per game over the last three overall <laughs> overall the last three weeks and he gets a Jacksonville Jaguars team that's just trying to get out of the shadow of the Urban Meyer area they've been getting brutalized on the ground all season I expect that to continue Damian Harris gonna have another 20 plus carry game he's gonna I I betting on him to score, getting over that 100-yard mark. It's kind of how they, their game plan has been all season. It's just to not throw the ball a ton, manage the clock, and Damian Harris is going to be the tool that they use to get it done. So Damian Harris, fire him up. If you're having to choose between him and a like Elijah Mitchell or something like that, I would probably go Damian Harris. We went Damian Harris over Zeke tonight in a response on Twitter. Yes, we did. And we agreed on it. Yes, we did. Uh that's Wild. how confident we are in this big pick. Wild. But, yes, that, that's exactly where we're at. Damian Harris, that's, that's what you need right now, baby. Here's a guy who you would not start over Zeke Elliott. 
I probably wouldn't either, but I think he's a start of the week because I think he gives you another top 12 to 15 performance. Rashad Penny oh. is a true RB1 right now, believe it or not. Detroit has given up the fifth most points to fantasy running backs on the season. I know you say they're hot right now. He, they're not hotter than Rashad Penny. 100, 100 yards and a touchdown, just as he has done in two of the last three. He's going to make it three of four. And Rashad Penny, an unsung hero of championship weekend. I can't believe those words are being spoken, no. but they are. Dustin, I refuse no. to end this segment with tight ends. So let's go ahead and jump to them right now, and then we will end with two of our absolute favorite players in the NFL. Okay. Perfect. All right, let's start with the tight end then. My tight end big pick of the week, Zach Ertz. He is going up against the Dallas Cowboys, who happen to be in the bottom third against the tight end position. This team has, in the, the Dallas uh, Cowboys, they've been kind of hitting their stride on defense. And so this Arizona Cardinals going, or this Arizona team is going to need someone to throw the ball to. And Zach Ertz. Loves targets. In the last two games, he's seen 24 targets, Travis. And I expect that trend to continue. He's a, a quick favorite for Kyler Murray. So I expect another you know, 10-plus targets in this game. Give him another 75 yards. And you know what? It's possible that he scores a touchdown. Dallas has only given up five on the year to the position. But I think this could be the, the week. I really like that pick. I don't like the Cardinals receivers at all in this matchup. And I think there, that that will lead to funneling targets to Zach Ertz. That's a good pick. Gerald Everett, for me, over his last five games, he's had at least four catches or more. Yeah, he's had at least four catches in four of his last five games. So three touchdowns over that five-game span. Detroit has given up the 10th most points to the tight end. Gerald Everett, I think, will have a sneaky good day. I, all he has to do is keep doing what he's been doing for you. And he's going to give you value at the tight end position. That's really hard to predict right now. Um, four or five catches, 60 yards and a score right there with Tyler Higby. I think he can come through for you. Us Darren Waller owners, um, I have him in a lot of places, and I'm struggling to find that replacement. I should have gone Everett last week. I did not. Luckily, escaped anyway, but I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. Gerald Everett for me this week. I think that Gerald Everett is going to be the player that you wish Rashad Penny was. I think that's I think that's what's going to happen. He's going to take all those scores. All right. Well, they're um, both in the lineup together, so right, which means Rashad Penny's going to have a bad a bad game. Gerald Everett, Gerald <laughs> Everett season right now. Right now, let's all talk right, wide receiver. Right, yeah. Um, my wide receiver is an absolute beast. He's a bully. He's any sort of tough moniker you want to give him he's none other than titans wide receiver aj brown he's coming off being the wide receiver three on the weekend now gets a miami team that ranks 23rd against the wide receiver no one can stop this guy travis not when he's healthy not when he's um in the thick of of playing he's not having to deal with a nagging injury here and there i love that pick he is so overdue for one of those quick slants Broken tackle, 60-plus yards to the house. What a better time to do it. There's no better time to do it than championship weekend, but maybe he can do it even twice for you. He looked like he was having so much fun. He was dominating that game. A man amongst boys, so hopefully he does that again. We round out the show, the final player of this season, 
with one of my favorite pre-draft picks that I was able to get. This is my most owned player in all of fantasy. Deontay Johnson, number three in the league in targets per game. That was always going to be his MO. And Dustin, here's the storyline that I will paint this picture for you as we wrap up, wrap up our final episode. Big Ben wraps up a career with his final game in Pittsburgh wow. on Monday night under the bright lights. The goodbye narrative. A division matchup with the Cleveland Browns. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be whatever Ben wants to do, he will do. He will let it fly. There will be no reservations at all. Um, Deontay Johnson last time against Cleveland, 13 targets, 98 yards, and a broken up touchdown. Very closely caught. I am feeling an easy 100 yards and a touchdown in this one. Maybe two. I will give a 50-50 shot at that second touchdown. I think Ben goes off in this game, and I would love to see it just from a, a pure football standpoint for Ben to go out with a huge game like he does at home, like he's done for a long time. I love that. I love that. Um, over or under how many weeks do you think it takes Ben to reach 300 pounds? Um, like after the season? I don't know what he's at now, but I would say under five weeks. Okay. I like it. I like it. Awesome. Welcome to the 300 Club, Ben. Um, get you in there. <laughs> get you some. Enjoy retirement. Enjoy hagen Dazs, whatever it is, whatever it is you're into. Um, 45 of these things, man. 45 episodes. Holy cow. And we're just getting started. What a year. Uh, we will continue having shows in the season. I think we're going to slow the pace down. I think we're going to have one a week. Um, something like that. We'll update everyone on Twitter um, as that changes, though. Um, so keep an eye out for that. We've got a lot of content still to bring. Go get championships, people. Gosh, that's... It's... What a season! I I think um, we're gonna get get some uh, like I said get get some off season talk going on. Um, we'll talk playoffs as they happen. But man, what a year, Travis! This has been so fun to get to do with you. Still gonna be talking some stuff. We got a lot more a um, lot more football talk to be had. Let us see those trophies, guys. Remember, th- especially in this week, overall else losing sucks. Don't do it. <laughs>